It's really what it is. Come in. Come in. Yeah. New hustle. Check, check, check. Elbows and jumpers. This is elbows and jumpers. That's right. Episode seven. There you go. Dennis with a nice assist. <laughs> we got uh, our usual starting lineup with uh, DJ Scritchy Scratch. What up, what up, what up? He's on the boards doing all the work. We got um, the host, regular as Dennis. What up? And we got me, regular as Rudy, as the co-host. So now I'll pass it on to Dennis. And what we got talking? What are we going to talk about this episode? So we're now on a four-game winning streak. We're currently eight and nine, and things are kind of looking up for the team, right? And I figured we'll going coming from our last previous episode where we had a post Harden kind of uh, letting out of emotions and feelings. Uh, we won against the Pistons before that podcast, and then we continue to go on to beat the Mavericks, the Wizards, facing John Wall's former team, and then having a, a nice close win against the uh, Blazers. So true. true, true. I think looking back as far as where we started the season to where we're at now and seeing where we're at with some of the players that may, we probably weren't mentioning before, we're definitely going to speak on them today. Um, game by game, we saw different people step up. We saw injuries to uh, Wood that that had other people have to step, had, had to step up in his place. So sure. we got to see some adversity. We saw Depot get on the um, floor with everybody, and we're still trying to work him into the system. And um, I think that's given opportunities to some of the younger guys. Uh, we found out one of our rookies, uh, won't be playing as many games as we previously hoped, but it's kind Mason of Mason Jones, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So we got we got some interesting topics to discuss, and I think um, kind of level set where we're at as a team, and some of the questions that that may exist around where do we see our franchise um, in in Houston sports in comparison to let's say the Texans and the Astros, even the Dynamo in terms of what kind of franchise are we looking at? Are, is this is this a Texans kind of scenario where you're kind of throwing your hands up in the air saying, "What am I even doing with my Sundays?" or I don't know. You got to share your sentiment. On Absolutely, this. we'll we'll t- we'll touch on that towards the end of the show. <laughs> but but let's uh let's start off with this game against the uh, Pistons just to kind of recap. Um, I think one of the things that some people might think is that on a four game win streak, were they quality wins? Were, I mean, was the other team injured? Were, what what was you know one statement I would like to make? The game that's a good close? question, but always always fair and always equal this season because the abnormal like everything being abnormal. You know, there's people missing from, you know, left to right on every team. So whoever shows up is whoever shows up. Just a just a level set for the Pistons, for example. The only person really missing was Jaleel Okafor. Again, you know, we we did have um, we didn't we didn't have uh, Chris Wood for for that game either. So everybody is kind of playing with some injuries, maybe with some uh, some some players out due to covid. But there's no reason why we can say that some of these wins weren't quality wins. But oh, no. One thing's for sure that this maybe this regular season record, as we're looking at it, doesn't really hold as much weight until we get to what's, what's really be- seeming like it might become another bubble situation. I don't know if we're going to be playing playoffs in our hometowns. I can't tell. What I'm excited is for that um, play in eight seed. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's going to be uh, a few teams competing for that. We might be one of them. Who knows? Um, or we, we might be a little ahead of that eight seed. But you think you're backing off your uh, number uh, upwards of five seed standing? No, I think we can. I said six, I believe. Uh, five was um, when we had, you know, that was from the beginning of the season. And things have clearly changed since then. Okay. Um, but I feel like a reasonable um, high seeding uh, or our highest like peak would probably be like number six. Um, and that's just assuming that we have our... I mean, our normal starting lineup, we 
we barely paid with our whole starting lineup this last game for the first time. Right. You know, and it looked, I mean, we still got to tighten things up, but if uh, we can build that chemistry with our starting lineup and then our bench, you know, comes in and they do what they do, then it looks uh, pretty promising because the effort and heart is definitely there. Well, beating beating teams like the Mavericks and the Blazers who are, who are direct competitors for that fourth through eighth seed in the West is definitely – uh, a good look like i said we're eight and nine and we're only below the warriors which no everybody expects to make the playoffs as well right so yeah steph's that's been coming through for them um is it going to be enough who knows but um he's definitely building that chemistry and he's been having these 40 point lights out games and making people better i yeah. think the real question with the warriors would be um who's that um who's number 22 on the warriors the one that was a you know, first round pick. Ubre, Ubre, no, not Ubre. Well, Ubre. Oh, uh, why, uh, no. What's, What's his name? Center, center. Yeah. No, I'm trying to think. Uh, number twenty two. <laughs> God, I gotta research this. But anyways, so Just if they continue. if they get their role players, you know, playing up to what they need to be doing, like you said, Jonathan, what well, Scratchy Scratch mentioned, Ubre, um, then they'll be doing okay. Oh, uh, Wiggins. Wiggins, that's it. Yes, <laughs> Wiggins. Wiggins. So apologies for that. He's reached his peak, though. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna see much out of Wiggins. He needs more and, confidence, man. He he's like uh, he can be like a Chris Middleton type of player, um, and, because you know he 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 doesn't have all the swag, you know, like Kobe had, you know, in that type of game, Iverson. But he, you know, he's a, a mid tier type of player, and uh, hopefully he picks it up with um, Steph Curry. I'm interested to see what he's gonna look like. At the end of the season. Yeah. I think we can look at our team and see a little bit more upside in the players that we've got. Um, let's touch on some of them while we're here. Cause one thing I noticed myself is that we've we know what we've got in, in a Crestwood right now, which which feels like a guaranteed 20 and 10 player, which is as at the center position is great to have. Mm-hmm. John Wall is definitely right there as a 20 and 10 points and assists. Um, and then we've got Oladipo who can easily be that 25 and 5 and he's kind of, and that's kind of what he got that last game. Man, I was so close on giving up on Oladipo <laughs> like this close, man, because man. Uh, I even I tweeted it out cuz I waited patiently. Like I was like if he doesn't show up right now and he and he I mean he, he truthfully told he caused that tw- 20 point deficit. Um against we, we got to temper our expectations for this team. No, the thing is that um and I like that we're playing on TNT because uh, Charles Barkley and all the, you know, Ray <laughs> Ernie and Shaq. Um, I think it was Charles who asked him, how is his knee doing? I mean, his leg is uh, He was quad. nervous at that. And no, and he that said that game. he's um, at 90% right now. So if a player tells you that he's at 90%, he's really at 70. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, so true. you can tell he's a, he's a little tender on it. He's got you to know, get his timing. I mean, yeah, he doesn't. It's because he's still rehabbing from it. Our, you know? our whole team, this is story of the whole team. You know, these are. These are uh, re- reconstructed parts from all these different teams that are that are trying to get a showcase together, and they know they've got they've got to work together. And I think that shows on the defensive side. I think it shows that I think what are we now number two in the league and uh, as a defensive rating? And, yeah, we're we're top defensive team, and it's all due to effort, you know, and yeah. it's all playing on um, like Lyra said, one band, one sound. But to, <laughs> but to continue the trend of talking about players that we can kind of look past. We're, I mean. Chris Wood, we know what we have. John Wall, we know what we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oladipo, as shaky as a start that he has, I think that he's he wants to exceed expectations. Oh yeah, because he's definitely putting up the numbers that uh you know they're you're starting clean. to. They're not clean. They're but, dirty. Yeah, they're dirty. But, but, but he, I mean, he showed, he's got, he showed he's up this last game. That's why I I uh, on my tweet 
I was like, I hope by the end of the game that he proves me wrong. And defensive and intensity and wise, that's something that he definitely has. He went for that ball that was going out um, on the on the baseline, and he really. I think that he's another player that plays with that chip on his shoulder. We got we got this like bad news bears. Every look. player, and, yeah. and I think one of the things that that will help temper some of the expectations. This is my personal opinion that. People, were, I was asking, like, are we in tank mode? Are we trying to get a lot? Of, and you are so many, definitely in tank mode. But <laughs> now I understand that I had to level set my expectation that we can't afford or even realistically think about having a tank in terms of losing games. But we can definitely say we we went all in on the financial tank, getting our balance sheet cleaned up to get these players that have a whole lot of upside on limited. All contracts. financial numbers don't mean shit, bro. We got a solid team. We got value. Well, uh, we got shout out squad. to shout out to Stone, the GM, it, I because mean, he found talent. We're playing shout with house Stone. money at this point, though. What do you mean by house money? Because we we have with Harden leaving, we have the luxury of saying let's go out and really clean this team up to be able to get go after new uh franchise players next year the year after setting up our balance sheet so that way we can we can be more flexible i we're don't yes. i don't see this full team as it is today next year what we're seeing right now is a team that's financially creating the assets that it needs to create a, a successful franchise going forward. definitely i see that but the talent and effort is there yeah. so i mean if you have both aspects of it you know you have a promising playoff team which is what and makes- you have that so this feels like and i'm sorry to uh, interrupt but uh, Scritchy Scratch, he brought up a good point. We're like the Cinderella NCAA team mm-hmm. coming into the Sweet, sweet Sixteen, you know. So it, it's no, that's, very that promising. leads into what I what I was thinking that mm-hmm. this is a team worth watching because you want to see each player do well. You want to see Boogie Cousins come back and really prove that he can Definitely. play in the NBA, not get kicked out of games. You just, root for just them for breathing. You yeah. root for them, and it's like you're you're on edge the whole fucking game. There's, there's, <laughs> it's it's, it's fun, it's it's fun as hell. Yeah, it's fun. Um, definitely different from the past years and. I um, mean the Danwell House storyline from from pl- it's lit from player <laughs> yeah lit, from lit. player to rapper you know, I should to download that song there we need to we need to play that song but uh, yeah. definitely I mean there's he, he showed that he can be a true professional he can do the rap thing and you know start scoring on his first game and so. there's something by the way to be said about Eric Gordon you know there is that Woo. six man of the year <laughs> I know that he can be there's his game Eric. has changed and metamorphosized every 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 time you think you know what he is. It feels like every year he no, starts doing you, something. You know different. what he is. You know what he is, and <laughs> he definitely is not a point guard. So no. if Coach Silas can move him to the true two, you know, I know we have Mason Jones in there. We can only pay him like fifty of the seventy-two games. Mm-hmm. But um, Eric Gordon, he's not a, a point guard. You no. put him on there. We're, he's we're, a shooting if, guard. He's a pure all-out shooting guard. Pure, pure. He, he's going to mm-hmm. go out there and score his points. It's like Jamal Crawford or something. You know, just, so you put him um, out there. He's got a job to do. So. Um, do you feel like we should uh, keep Eric Gordon or um, you know trade him? I think we're we're leveraging our assets. I think the a player that consensus everybody feels like just from just from the uh, uh, osmosis of information was that Ben McLemore is probably being showcased so that we can move him to a team that's going to be able to utilize his talents. But I think Eric Gordon the- is the bigger piece because he has that sixteen million dollar contract around. I mean, so I, I believe uh, that if there's a deal to be made for a far, for a financial tank's health. I think it'll be made. I don't know if it's... There's no financial... T- I, I, I hate that you take on that sentiment because it's not a tank. Um, obviously, we won four games with, you know, not even our full starting lineup. And we have the assets. Like, yes, I I um, appreciate your perspective where we're uh, leveraged in a really positive way. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can make trades. We can, you know, uh, next year we can sign a big 
Uh, but see, we're not talking about cons- we're you know, not talking uh, about a championship. Y- yes, we are. <laughs> we can get there. I can mention the Cinderella team right now. What we need that's what happen. I wanted to hear. That's what I wanted. What to we hear. need is a backup center, and then we need a sharp shooter. So that's that's why I bring up the point. Do we tra- trade Eric Gordon if he stays? Fine, but we definitely need to bring. Uh, yeah, we we haven't we haven't even mentioned a Kevin Porter Jr. Exactly, so that might be our wild our- card. You know, he can be yes. the running up the point, and he's he's a little mini. Uh, that's a lot of growth. In a very short amount of time, he what? has a talent. Yeah, have That's you even a seen hell any, of a Cinderella? Have you seen story? any? I love the optimism. I mean, it's true. We won <laughs> four games. Good. Yeah, you're we, talking we, about we, winning a championship. We, we so, see it so this is Dennis in the beginning of the season. Okay, we're gonna win with James Harden. I mean, we win more games with James Harden than without. Here we go, going and then, backwards. And then he got proven wrong. And then we trade away James Harden. The situation and then, changed. And yes, and so then, you readjust your your expectations. Yeah, but you got, you got proven. I wrong. love how your expectations didn't change without the, with the situation drastically changing. We do not have a top five player on our team currently. We don't need one. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. As long as you got that effort. I like the optimism. I I I wanted to hear somebody say out loud that we we have the potential of making a championship run with this current team. I like hearing that sentiment. Yeah, because there's going to be a lot of effort there. So, I mean, if you're not a, a true fan, then what are you doing? You know, that we have the talent. You play to win the championship. Yeah, you play to You, you need the effort. You know, you, defense wins championships through and through. We have the defense. I think but the only problem, and this is uh, where I'll become honest with the team, is that we don't have that go-to sharpshooter. Oladipo's not that shooter. We don't have so, a fourth quarter player. That's exactly what I'm saying. But yeah. everybody combines together. Bet, to, bet, in but that fourth quarter, that that's what I like. And the playoff rises to the top. Yeah, so you need that you one. You need that. No, well, but, but but what Dennis is saying, he's definitely factual on this. You need that Kobe Bryant type of player that's going to hit that shot. You need that shot. Steph Curry. And, and it's and tough LeBron to find James. Yeah, yeah. But but the thing is, like, these players, they're not it. They're James, I mean, John Wall is nah, not going to hit that shot. I would love to see it. I would, Christian Wood is not going to hit that shot. Oleg is not going to nah, hit that maybe shot. Maybe John Wall can step say, up and like that. Because he, he would drive. He's been hitting some clutch uh, shots these past has, few games. He has. But the thing but is, look gets, at the, let's it, go back to the teams we played. We played a Blazers team without McCollum. You know, we played... Luka Doncic with with an obvious he's missing obviously missing Steven Silas as his coach. He is. <laughs> he is, yeah. So you're Steven looking Silas at, knows the system. He knows how to guard him. He I, knows how to the teams we're talking about right now when we're talking about these comparisons is really the Denver Nuggets, the Los Angeles Lakers, the Golden State Warriors, T- Donovan Mitchell for Utah Jazz. I want to see us play them too. I want to see us play these teams and see what we're gonna do. And this is where the diamonds get uh, get made, right? Where uh, Chris Wood, I think in the last game, in the fourth quarter, he he did go in, into takeover mode. He's definitely developing every game. Like, remember when I pointed out he needs to develop his <laughs> mid-range? Yeah, he and did. And what does he do? He shot that mid-range. Yeah, he shot that mid-range, danced a little, and popped it. I you think know, he's working on they're it. They're finding their timing. They're finding the rhythm with it. And we got to, uh, again, let the season unfold and see what's going to happen. I think that um, the so growth— what's, what's your prediction for the Rockets at this point? I, I, know, would, it's, I know it's difficult to make. No, no. I would be know. happy with a second-round exit. I would be— I would say that that would be a decent starting place for the rebuild. So we would have did that with James Harden anyway. So yeah, we're back to square true. one. There's there's no there's no win or loss oh, at man. that point. Is that true? Can you can you say yes I, or no? I hate speaking on the past like that. It no, just, but but the thing it, is, like you're right. So bitter ex girlfriend. No, like. the thing is, we have to acknowledge it. So you know, we're with James Harden winning exit the second round, and then I didn't want to bring it up, but. With this team, uh, we'll you probably can't we'll, wait to we'll, bring up a man, another man's name that don't got nothing to do with the Rockets. We're, actually, we're actually gonna fight if we're we're gonna fight this second yeah. round. Yeah, we're, we're gonna that. have some fight in us. Exactly. With that being said, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out D House. We see you. 
Elbows and Jumpers, episode seven. Let's go. It's lit. 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 Check, check. Yo. Shout out Daniel House on It's Lit. Go check out the record. Yes, Again, sir. this is Elbows and Jumpers, episode seven. So to touch back on um some of these wins that we just had, and we'll talk about some of the individual matchups because definitely going in going out of uh the the Pistons game, we saw Oladipo come in there. Uh the next up, we want to talk about what was it, the Mavericks game. Yeah, we so, touched on that one, but now we're what at the Wizards? Yeah, let's talk, so we got the Wizards, right? So yeah. what what did you see during the Wizards game that really I mean, stood out to you? That, that's what stood out to me the most is the abnormal season again. It's like that. It feels like the bubble again. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, actually, it feels slightly worse than the bubble because at least in the bubble, everybody, you know, everybody had their starting lineups at the, you know, at, at any one I point mean, in time. We, we really only missed Kenyon Martin. No, I'm talking about the Wizards. They they what they went on a what <laughs> a few game quarantine. Oh yeah 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 where they weren't you know they didn't have to start they're missing uh their forward what Rui. Oh um, yeah yeah and then uh, another uh, starter, but um it seems like uh, Westbrook and Beal aren't uh, meshing well together. <laughs> Would you agree? I don't think Westbrook is having a good season. That's it's not a it's not a meshing together issue. Westbrook is is. Unpredictable. And we we definitely won team. the trade to confirm we won the trade because <laughs> we, we got a we got John Wall and a first round. I pick. don't think we had a whole episode dedicated to boo hoo. Westbrook is gone. <laughs> he was just I here for think, one year. That's why. I, 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 I mean, there's year. a reason why we didn't really uh, touch on that too much because we what we got in return. I think we definitely had upside there. Isn't that insane? What happens though? Um, so Westbrook was MVP uh, type of player. Um, averaging triple doubles. Um, save now, the knees. Now, now the same thing. He, yeah. So that okay. Uh, great point that you brought up. Save the knees. So this is the thing. As you get older in the NBA, you can't rely on athleticism. Look at Blake Griffin. I mean, bro, not he, doing he, shit. No mid range. He was doing ballerina twirlies for spin, for three sixties. It was terrible. He was like spinning on one foot without with, without any lift. And that's what's happening in the Westbrook. And, if, but if, you know what? They're go, they're relying on other skills. They're developing um, shots. But Russell Westbrook isn't doing that. When he pulls up for that three pointer from from the top, it, I'm scared. <laughs> it's gonna kill the backboard. <laughs> There's an injury that's about to happen. The, the only thing, I mean, Westbrook is talented because he has the heart. He he's gonna die for the ball. He's gonna get the block. He just he's in the wrong system right now. It it reminds me of a lot of other players that lose that that thing that got him to the point where that that extra gear that they had. Westbrook needs to go that. to like the Lakers or the he Ma- needs to go oh, to Miami Germany. Heat. He needs to go to the Miami Heat. He needs to go to Germany and get the stem cell uh, therapy that Kobe Bryant got. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Oh yeah, we we didn't mention Kobe, but uh, the one year anniversary of his passing, and um, obviously he's a big uh, big piece of the NBA and so culture. Absolutely. I mean, but so that that Washington game was important because we wanted to see Wall beat his former team. That handily happened, and I think uh, Washington obviously has many more problems than 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 we saw earlier in the season. I think, and we're looking again as a team. We're looking great. Um, yeah, Bradley Beal. I feel for him, but if if you can stick it through, um, I feel like you can uh, you can attract some talent there, whether it be by draft picks or free agents. Um, one, um, I guess one free agent that's been standing out to me is, uh, well, not free agent. Is Zach Levine going to be a free agent next year? Or he's on a, no, he signed a four-year contract. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, but he's been standing out to me when we played the boys, when we played the Bulls. 
And um, if we if if the Wizards can get somebody like him on the team, then it changes everything. You agree? I think that um, corporate governance and team culture, whatever that's that means to certain people versus what it means to fans. I think that makes that means something. I think the Wizards, by getting rid of John Wall, probably took a few steps back in trying to attack, attract a free agent that's worth anything that's not coming off an injury or a deal or some kind of bad situation. That's no that's no determination of the team itself, the players themselves of the team. But that franchise has bigger issues than worrying about if they can sign a free agent. We see, and that, that's right, the thing that I'm glad that you're acknowledging that about the Wizards because the Rockets are not the Wizards. Well, no, we definitely, and that's that's so why there's, prom- there's, there's a juxtaposition there because we definitely there's every franchise has a capability of heading in that direction, and we thankfully, thankfully or not, because I think we're definitely a free agent destination based on the type of leeway we give our players to develop and grow within a system that's going to help them increase their value their marketability and and make sure that we're we're a place where we can say this is where winners will come exactly so i think i think we need that from the beginning of the season uh, i'm glad you caught up <laughs> finally <laughs> i mean in a world where the houston texans are doing everything opposite of that sentiment it's it only it's it's something that we we have to expect and and Stay on top of though. It's not one of those things where it's you can say two different it's organizations and it'll continue to happen. I think the at, but very it's a, two different but it's, organizations. But again, the city's name is on these teams, and we're still at Bro, the win the of a single have, billionaire. The Rockets have a black head coach and coach size, and it's a it's still a billionaire at the top of there that that can make whatever decision he wants to make. Yes, but one, I mean, like it, it means something. You know, if you hire, uh, you know, Silas, it means something. You can put. I mean, I don't know what the hell Tillman's views are. You know, I'm not people, talking about his views. I'm yeah. just talking about the this in general in the sports world in general. The days of where a city's team is owned by a single billionaire are going to be at a close very at very soon. I would say like ten years, whatever. But there's no reason why the city's name should be attached for free marketing for stadiums that are built with taxpayer money to let them be the sole decision makers of our city sports teams. No, it's a simple. It's a thing, simple. The argument. thing is, that's why the media is important because they, um, you know, they're gonna call you out. They're gonna call owners out, just like McNair is getting a lot of, um, and it's getting us nowhere. You don't know that. It's All still that too flat, soon. Deshaun's still gone. Oh yeah, yes. that's. Yes. I mean, and that's With, the thing. It's getting you somewhere because now it shows only, that organizations aren't, aren't a monopoly. Rec- like they're not a, uh, you know. They have to rescind that Casario contract because one thing that was proven with this whole uh, Tom Brady going to the Super Bowl situation is that that dude was the one that basically got the entire Patriots organization paid for every GM job, for every offensive coordinator, head coaching job that that whole coaching tree supposedly created. Tom Brady better be getting a motherfucking residual. So is this the Texas? Is this uh, the Texas segment? Now? <laughs> yeah, because it seems like we can't even go back to the Rockets. <laughs> no, let's go. Let's go. We, we got some more of that yeah, later yeah. on with the Texans. Absolutely, we'll continue a lot more. But yeah, now, uh, this is this the politics of basketball. The politics of sports. It definitely, comparing. yeah, it definitely um, <laughs> coincides with each other. And um, just to bring out the point, the the Rockets and Texans are two different organizations. Absolutely. Dennis at the beginning of the season thought they were the same, but in fact, they are not. <laughs> you know, because yeah. we, the Rockets are actually investing in talent. You know, the Texans, on the other hand, are not. They let go of talent easily. You know, with Hopkins and other examples we can name out. What's up next? What's up next? Like, fuck it. You know, you, yeah. you want to do that? Then That's when you can say, yeah, let's sell the team, bro. <laughs> so but the next the next buyer, though, will not be another individual. 
It'll be a group. That's what you want. I want a corporate I mean, typically structure with some <laughs> some responsibility to the to these a civic responsibility to the city in which they they exist. That's fair, but it's it's really. I mean, if you it can can't pump. just be at the whim like, oh, I'm gonna give fifty thousand to this church over here and fifty thousand over here to no, this I get special organization. I say, you know, let's make it all the way fair. I think we're in the last throes of this, but um, you talking about franchises like the Wizards. That are obviously going in the wrong direction. They're all, and also they're in Washington City, where they share the name that that Washington football team. That it also kind of gives them a stain on their name. You look at the that, Knicks, that's a lot of self awareness for um, owners that uh, I think the media is calling out now. You know, it, it's not that, the, they're oblivious. It's to not it. the status quo anymore. Like if, if you're them. if not if you're not connected to your community um, and what they want, then you know you're not going to be a profitable team. Yeah. Um, so that I think that's one of the main points to that I guess, topic. Yeah, I think there needs to be a whole lot more give back. And when we related, I mean, for basketball, and the NBA as a whole is a far more progressive league than the than the NFL. Uh, Definitely. That's, so that's I guess maybe that's why that 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 counter is just. <laughs> <laughs> our uh, our operations are working behind the scenes right now. <laughs> But uh, yes, I agree with you um, on that point. And hopefully we see something. I mean, there's going to be a lot of um, news breaking out of the Texans, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, because you can't cover dirt. Well, you know, (laughs) so we'll uh, we'll continue with the Texans in a sec. But let's, you know, we're talking about the Wizards and their organization. The other team that we played that kind of could find themselves in a similar predicament to us are the Trailblazers. Yeah. Yeah. That was a that was a good game to watch. We're down by what, 20 in the first quarter and came back and. And what got up to a twelve point lead at one point? Mm-hmm. I mean, the it was a it was a whiplash of a game, and it kind of showed that we did have some resiliency. Um, again, the Blazers not having CJ McCollum, de- and they de- also had, they didn't have their other center. What's uh, Zach Collins? Ner- no, 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 Nurchik. Nurchik, yeah, yeah, Nurkic. So he's a, he uh, Nurkic. Nurkic. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, anyways, he he didn't start. He had a what broken wrist or something. Yeah, but. so. I mean, so there were. I mean, that's and, what I'm saying. Everything is equal. Everything yeah, is equal. Every game, yeah. nobody's going to have their full players. Yeah. So everything's equal. Hey, man, we well, won. We won a game we're supposed to win. Well, talking yes. about from a franchise franchise standpoint, the Trailblazers. They I always feel like they have a similar franchise to us in terms of media market or even um, uh, just a, the viewership from the national media, right? So. Do you think that's a franchise that can turn that corner like we're expecting of the Rockets, or do you feel like we're they they need that big wingman. Um, so it feels like they've got it's the, lit, they the got, thing is like they. I mean, from the um, I hold myself, you know, true to my statement. So um, the Trailblazers, I believe they're gonna make it. You know, somewhere what in the top like five or six. Um, but right now that they're, they're hurt, so it, it's difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, and then uh, the thing is, McCullum and Litter are a little too small, even though they can shoot the lights out. You know, it's hard to to guard a KD type of player. And if you look yeah. at our our uh, our guard lineup, all around what six foot four, we're in a very similar uh, that, circumstance. Yeah, that's muscle that, in them. Yeah, that I mean, we have muscle, but I, I like that you. We have like what <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but ten six four to six six <laughs> players. So yeah. we have a lot of leverage. We need to do something, and we definitely need to get um, a backup center. Um, one of the centers that. I've been looking into is the Chicago Bulls. Uh, what is it, Daniel Gafford? Mm-hmm. Um, he's on. He's actually, uh, I believe, a first round pick, but he's on the third string right now. He barely gets any minutes. If we can, you know, come up with some type of trade for him, then we'll be. Uh, I think we'll be solid, assuming that we uh, Oladipo does what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. Um, again, our front court is kind of short. 
you know, they're all 6'4 to 6'6. Wall, Oladipo, Tucker. Um, we're going to talk about Tucker more in yeah. depth. Um, <laughs> but uh, when you're guarding, you know, a LeBron James. Um, when we get up against the big boys, when we go up against uh, that's jo- when Jokic mm-hmm. with Denver, that's that's what we're really And that's the thing. That's at. why we need a backup center because um, when we play against those big boys, it's going to be Wood and Cousins starting. Yeah. Or it should be, mm-hmm. you know, and you're going to need somebody, you know, uh, another big man, uh, you know, 6'10 to 7 footer to step up. From the from the bench and and by from again I think by February 9th, we still got to figure out figure out a way to get Gerald Green to fit on the team. <laughs> we're starting, we're falling in love with every That's player it. on the team because yeah, so it's yeah. going to be kind of hard to trade. Uh, we got the D League there for a reason. The thing is, look, I think Gerald Green. Hopefully, we can make a roster spot for him come through because you deserve to be in the playoffs with us. And I like be on the lookout for Kevin Porter Jr. He's he's uh, he has a lot of talent. Hopefully, I mean, he and he's young. What is he like? Twenty years old? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm curious. Old. He's exactly so, twenty. So he needs that structure. Like he was, he was fucking up in Cleveland. But I mean, you expect that from a twenty year old. We we have a bad <laughs> news bears of teams that they all got a story. Might as well fit him into and and see what can happen. Come on, this is <laughs> <laughs> come on over, man. Let's, Let's go, go ahead and make it work. There you go, Scritching. Let's go. Elbows and Jumpers, episode seven. Let's go. 30,000 the first one. Elbows and Jumpers. Welcome back. Episode seven. So, yes, sir. Appreciate your scratch on on the um, the boards. So, we have uh, the New Orleans Pelicans coming up um, tonight. Dennis, what you feel about that game? Uh, I mean that that team's another team that's still trying to get it together. It feels like it's an organization coming off the other organizations that we talked about that are still trying to get it together. Uh, they got Zion, obviously, but I, they definitely don't have as cohesive as a team as a, as we have at this point. And not they're currently seven and ten, we're eight and nine, so they're not too far off from us. But they're second to bottom in the league, and they they're definitely looking to probably try to get a win and turn some things around for themselves. So you got Brandon Bring Ingram there, Zion Williamson, uh, JJ Redick, Eric Bledsoe, but you got Lonzo on there too. Stephen Adams. That's a that's a tough team. You're talking there, there's about, talent there. The problem is they're young. So this is this is the difference between like that. I want you to accept at some point is that the Rockets are a little more mature, you know, because you need a veteran type of leadership, and we have that in John Wall, Cousins, uh, PJ Tucker, and a lot Eric of people, Gordon. Eric yeah, Gordon Eric Gordon, too. yeah. A lot of people shit on P.J. Tucker on Rockets Twitter. The thing is, Rockets Twitter doesn't understand that stats, you know, is not everything that, you know, it doesn't quantify everything in a game. Right. Yeah. So P.J. No, Tucker, still... he he made the winning, like, oh, yeah. damn he, shot. He the, putback, the putback. So P.J. Tucker up. is, like, so, like, his IQ is so high. Even though he doesn't make the, you know, the shots sometimes at the corner. The coaching corner. staff definitely does. Otherwise, they wouldn't be giving the minutes. Exactly. exactly. He played like the whole fourth quarter. He knows and... where to be on defense at all times. Yeah. And you need that. He's you that Draymond Green. I mean, it, you need that driver. It does not show up in the, in the stat sheet. And and it really doesn't need to because it, it helps facilitate the other players to do what they're great at. Exactly. If P.J. Tucker leaves this Rockets team, our team goes to shit. Because he, <laughs> he, he act, he's actually the leader of defense. You know, mm-hmm. he's telling people where to be at. He's taking those charges. He's, he's seen everything before, and he's able to guide the youngins where they need to go. Exactly. And you need that. So, I mean. But uh, I'll say, you know, we're talking about how undersized we are. The Pelicans are the exact nightmare scenario right now that, that we that we want to face. Steven Adams is six foot 11. 
Brandon Ingram six foot eight. Zion Williams is a thick six foot seven. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, and, like they just don't have the the maturity. And then, yet. of course, they have Lonzo Ball as a tall six foot six point guard. So we're definitely undersized going playing against them, and and it's going to be. It, I think seven o'clock is going to be a great game tonight. I think everybody should be tuning into if you're if they wanted to check out the Rockets and see how we're doing. This is a good this is a good gut check kind of game, especially with them being at full at, at at full staff right there. Exactly. So it seems like if. It'll be a competitive game for sure. Um, I'm waiting to see if Silas puts Boogie and Woods together. If they do, then that definitely is going to, again, to the point where we, we're going to need a backup center, you know, because we're not going to be able to compete against the Lakers or Clippers, you know, in a deep run. We're, we're good enough to be at the second round right now. Mm-hmm. If we want to yeah. get past that, then we need that backup center. Right now, it, it looks like the Rockets are slightly favored to, uh, to, to win the game tonight. So, but it's tough. it's gonna be tough, man. Stephen Adams is no punt, and, and and defensively or even just offensively, we we have a weird record right now where uh, games with 110 points or more, we're like four and five, less than uh, you can't even look at stats right now because our lineups changed. James yeah. Harden was here with us in the beginning, so it, it's not even fair. Look at the stats from now and ten games beyond. Then yeah. you can then stats mean something, and that's if everybody plays exactly. And then we're not accounting for the the. Uh, opposition uh, having them being at full force either because exactly. t- everybody's got injuries or COVID happening. So, so do, do it we, is what it is. Do we want to shout out any uh, of our uh, bench players? So Mason Jones is obviously a person that we're waiting for to, to get that contract so yeah. he can play with us every game. Um, Absolutely. Thurlin Brown, been, he's been doing his thing. He has. Tate, um, he's been a Tate little Sean quiet Tate. as of late, right? Yeah, but he he's getting them rebounds. No, I think he's his, getting those he's, rebounds. He's in that PJ Tucker kind of zone, making the moves where the plays where he, he needs to make them, and he's exactly. he's helping facilitate that offense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think he's an important player. He's when I saw a quote about Harden talking about Jeff Jeff Green being a glue player. I think Jay Sean Tate is a similar kind of glue yeah. guy. I, I would agree. So um, anybody hit some threes too. As oh well, yeah. So. Anybody else? Uh, uh, Macklemore has been quiet, right? Because he hasn't got any minutes. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't I think, think he played. He's been missing a little bit. Yeah. I mean, he's but I think he's he's a valuable player to a lot of other teams, and then he's kind of a known quantity. So we're not really trying to, I guess, give him the minutes when we can give guys like who would, uh, who would you rather have, Daniel House or Macklemore? I mean, because they're the same type of player. Macklemore is going to knock down the shot. Yeah, Daniel House. You don't. Daniel know. House is our long term project for the Rockets, who's probably going to be around. It's kind of like David Nwaba. All of our guys are people that. Oh yeah, we forgot about Nwaba. Nwaba's yeah. been impressive. Been oh yeah. my goodness. KJ Martin. I KJ mean, KJ Martin's going to get. Oh well, he's been assigned to the D League. Yeah. Him, uh, <laughs> Jonathan's uh, Scratchy Scratch's favorite player. That's my boy, <laughs> Roger Thomas. Shout out Thomas. What up? <laughs> I, don't, I really don't know what what Scratch season. Thomas. Nah, I give him some years, then he's going <laughs> to so, be nice. Hell, I ain't trying to wait no years. Sterling, <laughs> Sterling Brown definitely needs a moment to shine. I guess. Sterling Brown has Sterling it. Brown, he, he had, he's yeah. had his moments, and um, he's got his shot is still there. I, I know that he hasn't been that knockout player coming in the game, like in the beginning part of the season. But going, uh, I would love to averages, see. So since Mason Jones isn't getting the minutes or the the uh, playing time, explain would, that a little bit. Why he's not? Oh, so he's on a two way contract. Uh, apparently, two way contracts only get uh, to play fifty games of the seventy two regular season games. So Silas has to pick pick his games wisely. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, saying that Sterling Brown, if he can run the point guard, I think it it could work well. I think he can grow into a good start, uh, backup, 
uh, point guard. We may not need that guy and maybe spend our resources on that second big guy to stand stand alongside no, Boogie Cousins. Bro, but when no, we- no, size always wins. You got to remember that. If, if we don't put money up, even for a, a free agent, we just need a 6'10 to 7 foot, you know, type of center who can just do the work, dirty work. Yeah. I don't know if fucking Chuck, Chuck Hayes is still out there. Bring his ass back. <laughs> Bring Chuck Hayes back. <laughs> Make that a campaign. Well, sure it wasn't Bruno Caboclo. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't him. He's a little too young, and I hope I wish him well, and that he can develop. Well, I, I bring up Boogie just to say that you know, look, looking at the guys that are not our top three, which is Wall, Wood, and um, Oladipo. You still got Cousins, you got Gordon, Tucker, Danwell House, David Nwaba, Mason Jones, Sterling Brown, and these are these are te- these are players that could be the starters or back or backup on any NBA team. No doubt, no doubt. And a shout mean, out to a, a shout out to Boogie. Because he they had, could be in the top eight rotation, I believe. Oh yeah, Boogie Cousins. He had a you know a little weak streak of a few games, but he turned around his, um, oh, yeah. his last couple of games. So um, shout out Boogie, keep doing your thing, um, be confident, you know, in your game, and uh, you'll do well. For he plays team. a lot better with John Wall. Oh yes, he does. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a, that's a great point. John Wall knows um, how to put Boogie in position. So Boogie even shoots his threes better with John Wall. He does. <laughs> So uh, I I think that's just a test to you know their Kentucky uh, Wildcats chemistry and you know them touching base again in the NBA. So uh, are we still getting Dante Exum? He's 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 hurt. I think. Yeah, he is hurt. Yeah, he, so he, no I, chance I saw, this year. Possibly, but I saw some film on him. He's I believe another six four to six six type of player. Mm-hmm. Um, six foot five, two hundred fourteen pounds. I mean, he's he's so, he's, he's, he's heavier. Solid, yeah. He's heavier. Um, probably gonna come back heavier being injured this. Yeah, long. exactly. So I don't think he he beats out Nawabo or Brown or uh, Tate. Right. Um, so he's he's a good trade piece because he's he showed the metrics in his past performances with Utah and whatever other team he was at. One thing's for sure, we're not gonna see this team uh, as we currently see it today, uh, even at the end of the season. There's still a lot of moves to be made, but um, a lot of great pieces that. Definitely let you know that we're going to give some of the players that play for us currently the opportunity to continue playing in the NBA uh-huh. and still make the Rockets better along the way. So we're eight and nine right now. We're seventeen games in. Um, what do you foresee our next game record being? Oh man! Just to wrap up the Rockets segment. The Rockets. Uh, yeah. Who we got coming up? Man, <laughs> sorry to put you on the spot. No, nah, you're good. You're you know, good. we always like forecasting, so you know our listeners can understand some point of view so we we talked about the pelicans coming up mm-hmm. um so yeah. we're gonna call that a win i'm calling it a w definitely i think definitely. uh so we'll be at 599 at that point that would be nice yeah they did win last night so yeah that could help yeah john <laughs> uh scritchy scratch uh was talking about you know he he really wished that they would win <laughs> that previous game so they won't have the uh, against the Milwaukee, that they have yeah. to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. And it's the second <laughs> exactly. game on a back-to-back. We had the rest period, um, but we after that we play Oklahoma twice. I feel like that has to be two wins for us. Uh, we play the Grizzlies after that. Oh yeah, we'll win against the Grizzlies. We play yeah. the Spurs, which we lost our previous meeting against them. But we have a full team. We now, have a so. full team now. Yeah. So we're talking about that's, the Spurs are they? They've been so, pretty so, good. What? Yeah. So they that's, that's five games, and we're talking about so including tonight's game. That's five games in. Mm-hmm. So we'll be five and Are you talking about a nine-game winning streak? It could happen. It could definitely yeah. happen. Then we got the Charlotte Hornets. The we'll Pel- beat the Hornets. The yes. Pelicans again, I guess. The big data circle on the calendar uh, is the heat. The heat. The heat on the 11th. So. Well, uh, we're going to go on a. 
a big winning streak. If not, we'll lose one game and then start another one. Barring um, injuries and COVID. Exactly. Um, but this is our time to build up our record and puff it up. Yeah. I think uh, for, for matchup-wise, you the games against the uh, Pelicans, the Grizzlies, the Spurs, and, and the Pelicans again, those are going to be our uh, conference teams that we need to definitely win to make sure that we got to uh, We should definitely, like, assuming that we have a starting lineup, we should definitely win the next five, no, six, six to seven games. <laughs> yes, we can. Wow. Man. Six, I mean, six plus seven. No, let's I mean, not jinx it too much. No, there's not, not jinx in that, it, but it's forecasting. This yeah. is the game that Feel we should good. win. Feeling good. Yeah, it's assuming good. We, we have. We have to have good starts as well because we have. I'm, I mean, when you got. That, that's that's, great that's a great point they bring up because Oladipo, you need to start strong, bro. I, well, mm. that's what I was just about to mention. Three guys that can score 20 points a game for you. Just to start, that's 60 points right there. I mean, I think we're in our bench coming in to score another 40 points at, at least. We're we're in a very good situation with, with our current that's team. Right. Since we're playing uh, New Orleans tonight, shout out John fucking Doe. Oh, yeah, <laughs> let's go. Yeah. I want the fucking beat playing before I even pick the headphones up. I'm in this bitch. Nah. Elbows and jumpers. I'm a younger from the booth. I ain't slacking in the booth. Get the bag, but I'm the Elbows and Jumpers, episode seven. Welcome back. Then it's what we got. So just going to wrap it up with the uh, Texans a little bit. Obviously, that organization is a dumpster fire right now. We we Going back to what we talked about where they they basically try to recreate the Patriots, but the Patriots were created by Tom Brady. And um, Facts. there's no Facts. hope in sight for that organization, it feels like. For the Texans? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, Nick um, Casario's in charge. Jack Easterby is still over there. Um, so, I mean, all the, the big... I don't see why Deshaun Watson would want, to stay, would want to stay with that organization. And this is the thing about Houston culture. We all support Deshaun and doing you know, whatever he wants to we do. We all don't. I still see, I still see, see people she, talking about how Deshaun is only 24 years old and how... Who is he to decide who what the organization's made he of? He has proven himself. Like, has. All those people who are saying that shit, fuck them. Because they they expound don't they on don't that, care. Please expound on that because there are people that literally want to call Deshaun. What what I, I'm not gonna I'm I'm gonna create the straw man. I'll be the straw man. Is he a crybaby? Is Hell he, no, he is, is not he, James Harden. Is he pampered? <laughs> See, see, that's no, the, that, but see, no, just the fact you gave that you're making away, a comparison. You gave away one of the best wide receivers yeah. in the game. Exactly, he's been wrong. Yeah, and, he's and, been wrong. He gave you gave him away. You then gave away still County as well. He's still putting situation. up numbers. Yeah, no, he, after that. Yeah, and he still put up his numbers, and he still tried to make the team win. He's making receivers. Yes, he's exactly. Like, he he's making his receivers known. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. he he's putting all the effort, all the heart. That's why I support Deshaun, and like wherever you go, bro, like you know, kill it. Because I'm gonna support you in whatever team you go. And then again, too, for JJ Watt, he's looking to leave as well. Why don't waste your career? It's about Uh, that time for why. Where did you hear that? Uh, I saw like an ESPN rumor article. It was actually ESPN that confirmed it. Yeah, he's he's done too. Uh, I mean, it's his time to leave and try to get championships. It's a rumor. It's a rumor. Just because ESPN is reporting it, don't make it fact. Is what I'll say. No, I agree to that. But I'm what the point is. If Watt leaves, I'm not mad at you either. Because you gave absolutely. You gave this team this year all, and you know it's. It's time for you to, you know, go what, with Tom Brady. <laughs> one, one thing that I that learned. That would be nice, actually. One thing I, I learned a mad. long time ago was that how people talk about you when you're not around matters. Like in terms of like, are they talking, talking good or bad? And one thing that I heard um, about a month ago was Brandon Cooks and how he was talking about how 
you know, do do we want to give him an extension? Are we going to sign him or are we going to trade him? And he said, I w- I'm saying right now I prefer to stay in Houston. I think Deshaun Watson was a big part of it, and he knew exactly what Deshaun could do for his career, and that's specifically what he was referring to. And and Deshaun has an entire team on his side. Yeah, I the thing see, is, is the organization, man. It, I don't see our organization recovering. Like, it, like, okay, so you know how you do your, you know, socialist sports or whatever corporate structure for the Rockets. <laughs> so this is my, you know, outlining type of ridiculous, you know, um, I don't know, idea. <laughs> if if Deshaun Watson can be the head coach and the quarterback at the same time, then that's the only thing that's gonna make it work. Or if you bring a, you know, a wide receiver like I mentioned before, like in Metcalf or something like mm-hmm. that, to help him out. Uh, and you still need a good offensive line. Like we suck, bro. Like horribly. And then yeah, we actually do suck. We're ass. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> that's I mean, the difference between the Texans and the Rockets. Yeah, like if you watch the te- if you watch the Texans, it's for nothing. You know, it's it's. I mean, the only reason the we fact, watch them is is for Watts, uh, what, Watson and you're Watts. You're talking about what every coaching tree and a lot of our professional sports organizations need to look like. The fact that we don't we don't have Eric Benimi coming yeah, yeah. to uh, the Texans. That tells is you the a dumbest lot. shit. This is a what, offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs. A Super Bowl winning, peren- winning and perennial going. He knows franchise. how to win. He knows how to win. Exactly. He knows and how to use. He knows how you just use the versatile quarterback. A you know, game changing so, quarterback. Exactly. Yes. If he knows he how to use his home, then why wouldn't you do the same thing for exactly. Watson? It is insane that we didn't get him. So I got to give a shout out to the honey badger um because oh, yeah. he left when it was supposed to leave the perfect time <laughs> exactly he won that ship he said fuck Houston, I mean, i'm out since exactly. since lsu he's been doing his thing he's been he's been uh dictating his own life and his own and i think he's he's a far more intelligent player than than anybody in his career has ever um estimated him to be just because every move he's made has been in progression and gone forward from working exactly. with john lucas when he came to houston um and just constantly building his brand and doing well um but I'll tell you, as an organization, I, I I can't see how we can continue to allow sports teams to wear the Houston name. It needs to be the McNair Texans or something else. Exactly. And, and their branding needs to represent how shitty they are. And if we if they were traded as a public company, their stock price would be worth shit. Well, it's it's going to show in this next season because um, Watson were, definitely doesn't want to stay, okay. and he's he's he. I think he's prepared to sit out. He took away all the Texan related stuff on his instagram i'm fine with that yeah i'm perfectly fine with that because we support you in your growth you know and is this a way to like for example if let's say washington dc since since we're talking about crowdsourcing some some volatility in places right shout out GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> so what if a city like washington who just said the wash by the way why isn't it the washington dc football team it should, it's just called the Washington football team as if there isn't a whole ass state on the other side. Anyway, the the Facts. Washington football team, <laughs> if their fans kind of went, went in revolt as well and, and said, hey, let's it's time for you to um, give up ownership and sell to an outside party and have it held in a trust. It's, it's you um, can, can you see a revolt bro, from, from mm, a city's mm, people and saying... Money makes the world go around. So if you're not in that top you know, 5%, really 1%, you're you you can't call shots on that type of shit you need to worry about your bills day to day <laughs> you're saying the look the lethargy of the general public won't allow it to happen that there's not an interest in seeing and you know what this is i mean frivolous, uh, uh, and, and with everything that's going on in the world this is a frivolous ass topic to, to talk yeah, about yeah. sports we're, we're getting too deep into it and yeah. is these are ideals but but i think the that, public is not gonna buy a team bro <laughs> hell no 
It's not going to happen. I would be a shareholder in the Houston Texans if they put it on the public market. I would buy as many shares as I can. So that way, all this shit that I talk can be backed up with saying with that shareholder vote. But who's going to be on the board? Probably that same top 1%. I mean, True. you're going to have somebody that's going to be qualified. I feel like you're going to see actual talent override it. You're not going to see these people that are on TV talking about football. We but just, actually, look, we like just, a Deion Sanders, for example. We just need to sell the team. Well, not we, but the NFL commissioner at some point has got to be like, you know, this there's, is some, there's something fishy going on. And Stephen yeah. A. Smith, shout out to him. He actually acknowledged, he's like, I'm going to get to the bottom of the Houston Texans. I mean, because they're in the bottom of shit. With the same league that was shitting on Kaepernick. <laughs> but, but for him, to, yeah, exactly. We're going to do an investigation. Because we're going to see uh, about it. Man, y'all ain't going to do that. that you know why Kaepernick didn't get put on, right? I know why Kaepernick didn't get put on. Well, I mean, you know why he didn't get it second and third and of course, you know, he's, right? he's a good quarterback. No, because he was standing up for civil rights. Yeah, I know and, why he didn't. That's obvious. Yeah, but this is different. Like, it's not like Watson. He, Watson just doesn't want to be here because the team sucks. It's a whole <laughs> exactly. two different thing, you know? I'm like, so, Stephen but A. The Smith. Whole, it, it relates back to the whole NFL ownership structure. It might be another Clippers systemic. type of situation, yeah. you know? Could that, be. And if that if that's the case, then. Then ooh, good for us. Yeah, good for us. I mean, it is a little cultish the way that. They, they kind of uh, creepily put in that Nick Casario was a good culture fit, that Cully is a good culture fit. What does culture mean in an organization that loses for 20 years? Bro, it's every, what, you know, S&P 500 company. <laughs> so. We're the new Browns. Man. No, I, I don't think that? because the Browns have been going on for 30 to 40 years. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're in our first. Browns, we're 20. We're a Browns junior. Browns junior. Nah, we're like. We're, we're a junior poop. We're like the Chargers right now. We're, we're in limbo. Well, enough about that. We yeah. have the Super Bowl coming up. Oh, yeah. Who you got? Brady or Mahomes? Man, the, the anarchist in me says I want Brady to win just because it just shits on it just shits on the whole New England Patriots organization. But I want Mahomes to win because I feel like they – and not just one. I think they have the talent and the youth and uh, the, the new NFL know-how. There's definitely out. two sides of it, so – um, I've been watching first take, and what they're saying is, if Mahomes doesn't win, then he will never have a chance to catch up to Brady. And the thing is, it's like Brady's won with six ships. <laughs> Bro, he knows like, how to win. <laughs> no, that, that's the thing. That that's a big mountain to climb. Like, it is, it's, and like Mahomes, it's the bro. Same when they ask LeBron it's, to climb, it's a. Uh, I'm not, that? and I'm not defending it either. I think that's, that's a good point. I think we'll mm-hmm. touch back on the next episode when we figure out who wins the Super Bowl. Because we'll have more, yeah, you know, basis for I'm it. Not, I'm not going to judge one man versus another man because they're winning in different areas. It's not that. They're things. both accomplished. Yes, they are. They, they, are. Exactly. Know, they both win. The give thing us is, a great game. I think the bigger... We don't need to get, put people against each nah, other. No, give no. us a great game. No, you can, put the, you can put Brady against Belichick, though. I'll take that all yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made this team. Yeah. <laughs> not you. So, I, I really... I'm rooting for Brady. Um, just so I'm he can for pre- Brady because it still shits on every decision that the Texans make about hiring people from the Patriots, like Bill O'Brien. Like I think Nick. I think that's <laughs> that's too to far in. Junior. That's that's too far mm-hmm. into deep. Where I, I just want it's what exa- exactly happened. Yeah, but most people mm-hmm. understand that they just want to see uh, Belichick yeah. lose. So that that's the reason I want to see Brady win, just so he shows that he's um, you know as cerebral and astute, and even more so than um, Belichick. Because this, says all that. Just no, this is the thing is like they, these head coaches think that they're the smartest people and that, you know, quarterbacks can't think on their own. They can. I think the media <laughs> they know systems. Brian, the media. <laughs> yeah, O'Brien. Makes Deshaun that, Watson could definitely run an offense. Definitely. I think the, oh, so yeah. that, the, that's the, the point. That we're actually, yeah. 
the fact that we're, be hated. we're genuinely talking about how the the head coach and the offensive coordinator certain if you have certain kinds of talent in front of you your job is to understand when to get out of the fucking way exactly like these players are too smart there's a whole different level of ball being played hopkins at every was too level. smart and, and, and this is the oh, thing like shout it, out hopkins yeah shout out deandre i mean like and we're using too smart as a euphemism because they're obviously just they are the the reason why they are successful is precisely because they're smart. Exactly, and it, I mean the thing is like you're you don't listen to your manager all the time if they're you know dumbasses. So I mean, good for Hopkins for not playing that dumbass role, you know. Exactly. And now yeah. what Watson is doing, so you know, I mean, and let you can, the organization you can only crumble. Not play, be who yep. you are on an ongoing basis for so long before it breaks you down inside. And I, I know JJ Watt, he's he's put on that smile in the public face for so long. He's tired now. He's tired. He's, exactly. he's, he's had done. his own injuries and saw it from oh, the sidelines saying, oh, I wish I, I could be there. Now he's part of it and still doesn't see the end result. It can only, it, it, it's got to kill you. So and, let, and, let's close out by um, <laughs> saying, where do we want uh, Watson to go? And where do we want Watts to go? Uh, just for proximity's sake. And <laughs> New Orleans? Yes. New Orleans. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with that. I would, love, I would, man. New Orleans, y'all. Uh, New Orleans is my cousin. Exactly. <laughs> New Orleans would be nice. Yeah. For Watson, we could cheer would, them on. We could make a trip to the Superdome. I ain't we got any cash money? Want to outro too? <laughs> but that, that would be. I mean, it, it's so close they, to Houston. They happen to have an opening. I don't know. It seems right. The hot boys on fire, bro. <laughs> that that would be the anthem, you know. And uh, it would be really too a, many, too many, a two city type of team. That should be crazy, because Bre- Breeze is on his way out, right? Yeah, he's already uh, he's retired. He, last it's game confirmed. Was last game, yeah, it's confirmed. Nice. So I mean, that's pretty much it. Scratch, you don't got to worry about looking for. So it. let's know, follow right? us on uh, social media. Interact with us. Elbows and the letter N jumpers on Twitter. Yeah. Elbows, letter N jumpers on Twitter. Elbows and A N D jumpers on YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. Facebook. You know, let us know what you think. Obviously, yeah. uh, give us your feedback. I want y'all to comment. Well, we want y'all to comment. Rudy you thinks know? that what he thinks is what everybody should think. So, so please contradict him. <laughs> and I'm just on the other. I'm on the rational side of what Dennis thinks. So, <laughs> yeah, everybody can find their fit. Yes, sir. But uh, great having y'all. Yeah, great having y'all. Thanks for listening. Elbows uh, and jumpers. Episode, episode seven. Episode eight coming soon. Yes, sir. Oh. Let's go. Will you say it's a